Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is episode 30 of Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And in this episode of Steady Focused, we're gonna sit down with a friend of mine, Mr. Matez Ahmed. He went from obese, depressed, dentistry major to a hand lettering graphic artist who travels the world freelancing. He lends his skills to organizations that make a positive difference in the world. Oh yeah, and for fun, he learns new languages. This guy is awesome. I love his Instagram feed. I love his aura. It's a great show. We talk about how to get $50,000 clients, turning $7,000 into $300,000, getting lost in the middle of the desert, the Sean West community, and the importance of learning about other cultures and always doing the right thing. Please help me give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Montez Ahmed. What's up, Montez? What is up, Simon? How are you? Man, I am doing great. Introduce yourself to, to everyone. Like, give us your elevator pitch. Uh, who are you and, and why should the people be excited? Because <laughs> I am excited. I'm pumped. Sure. Um, so I am a graphic designer by trade, hand letterer. Um, specifically, I do hand lettered logos. And... Um, what I do is I basically move from place to place and um, I work uh, mostly as a freelancer um, doing graphic design for just uh, a lot of the, the things that I really care about, a lot of the, the causes that really you know get me going. And a lot of it is philanthropic things. So a lot of it is just good causes, um, like you know things like America, things that, um, that help people. Um, you know, in the, in the long term, um, my, the skills that I have um, are language-based and um, you know, art, art-based. So I do a lot of graphic design. I do a lot of um, just teaching people what I do. So I teach people languages. I teach people how to do graphic design, and it's part of that. You know, the the, the trifecta of, of of you know having a business out there, getting clients, teaching, and yeah. So so. Exactly what 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 Sean McCabe has uh, has been talking about. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you went transitioned into that. That's where I was going. So we are both members of the Sean West community, right. and strongly recommend. You guys have heard me talk about it so many times. Go check it out, SeanWest.com. And if you're a creative, which you probably are, if you're listening to the show, and you uh, are interested in taking yourself to the next level. Um, financially, entrepreneurially, and, uh, and, and being a, surrounded by like-minded individuals who are, who are passionate about taking it to the next level. That's where Montez and I met in Austin uh, uh, Halloween last year. Yeah. Give us a rundown of some of the places that you've been, Montez, as a graphic artist showing up in the area. 
and in, in doing it. All right. Um, so my goal is to go to every single continent and visit 150 countries and live in 15. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, um, so far I've only accomplished a very tiny, um, portion of that. I've only been to around 13 countries or so, but most of them were in the past, um, like two years. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's because of, you know, technology nowadays, it's, it's really, really easy to travel. It's really easy to travel very cheaply. Um, there's plenty of podcasts out there that tell you exactly what to do. Um, and it's, it's this idea of, of, um, of slow traveling, um, and, and definitely learning languages really helps <laughs> in, in a lot of countries, English is not very, um, you know, spoken, especially if you're out in like. A place like a rural area or you know you know it's it's not a city it's not like a place where a lot of tourists go which is what i really like to do i really like to go off the beaten path and just kind of get exposed to the culture um because it's it's really really great like i think um i don't remember the exact quote but it's like a cure for racism basically if if everyone got exposed to other cultures because people fear what they don't understand and um the more you understand about other cultures the more you're going to have that perspective you're going to know what why they do what what they do um you know a lot of cultures are severely misunderstood my culture my culture being like the, the the prime example right um so i'm from egypt i was born and raised in egypt and uh you know like like arabs and muslims are you know extremely misunderstood um so so definitely if the more you know about a culture the more you know about them is and language has a lot of nuances um that go into that culture um culture is based off of language and vice versa language is, is based off of culture everything influences uh, everything else but yeah so it it definitely came out of nowhere just the idea of me being able to travel and i think it had to do with 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 my failures actually there we go okay preach on it let's hear it i love talking about failures so when i was in school i went to high state um, and I was actually studying pre-dentistry. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to um, I was going to do dentistry, and I've actually gone through all of the prerequisites. So I took all the you know the the OCHEMs, the PCHEMs, the the you know the ACHEMs, all the the biologies and physics and and like all those like biochemistry and all that. Okay. Um, but like it was torture. It was it was really hard. Um, I wasn't doing very very well, um, and it was just it was just a really hard time for me. And I was I think I was actually getting a bit depressed, um, you know. I was I was very obese at the time. I was you know balding. I was it was just not a fun time, right? Oh wow. Um, so so it was so psychologically, I feel like I was in a really really bad place. I just wasn't um, a very happy person, right? Okay. So um, and then I decided. Well, I always like to draw and paint. Um, maybe this career isn't for me at all. And through that. Um, entire time I had you know a calling basically I would doodle everywhere if you look at my um, you know my science classes and my math classes that all my notes had just had these doodles next to them and it was a lot of it was hand lettering right yes um, so so I realized you know well let me do something else I went into um, architecture I went into um, and then I took a, a graphic design class and I and I said well this is actually really good because it's the scientific form of art there's a lot of rules that are, you know, universal about aesthetics, um, and it's not very subjective. It's actually a lot of it's very objective. You know, it's it's you make something, 
um, in a specific font, um, you make something in a specific color, there's rules for contrast, there's rules for this, there's rules for that. Okay. Um, and it, it completely destroyed the stereotypes that I had about, you know, um, art being like this thing that no one understands, right? So then I, um, in school, I've always been fascinated with Japanese culture. Um, so I, I, I studied Japanese in school, and I ended up graduating with a major. So, okay. so I have a, a degree in Japanese, um, and um, another degree in uh, graphic design. So while I was studying graphic design in Cincinnati, and then I later finished that education back in Columbus, um, I went to Haiti to um, do some relief efforts. So after the earthquake, um, you know, a third of the country became homeless overnight, and it was a, you know, a big catastrophe. I really did feel like I was, I was doing a difference, even though it was really small. Um, you know, but just, you know, being around uh, people who were orphaned, people that were struck by this horrible um, calamity, just kind of giving them a little bit of support, you know, brightening their day a little bit, helping them out. It's, it's a huge, um, you know, it, it, was, it was an amazing experience. It, it really felt like this was, this was it. I need to travel. I need to help people. And um, at the time, I did speak some French because in Egypt, um, you know, in my school, we, we learned... Um, Arabic, but then the, um, the school I went to had English as a second language and then French. So I, had, so I used whatever French I, I remembered, and, and it was actually really, really interesting. I, you know, I thought I'd forgotten all my French, but it just came back. So I thought, wow, this is really great. Um, and then, so that sparked this whole idea of, of getting back into language learning, because back then, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree with this, um, when you learn languages in school, you're only doing it to fulfill a requirement, and it's really not. You you, you forget all of it. You don't yes. retain any of it, and it's a very painful experience. Yes, yes, it's hard to retain. It's not like a practical hands, you know, like a real world situation. It's more like memorizing a dictionary. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's really not like that. It's it's um it's actually really fun. It's kind of like you're you're building blocks. A lot of it is guessing. A lot of it is body language. A lot of it is is you know. Um, completely universal. Um, it's. I was very surprised that you could. I could communicate. You know, with with Haitians um, in in not their first language and not and definitely not in my third language. Um, so it, it was it was a very interesting um, experience there. And and you just and that sparked that whole uh, language thing. And then so we're we're in Haiti. Mm -hmm. And then where does it click in your mind that you say? man, I can travel the world freelancing, right. being my own boss. I, I have what it takes to uh, keep myself full of work, mm -hmm. and I, I can crack this egg. Um, so, so I learned all sorts of things. I learned how one person, he decided, well, you know what? I'm a freelancer. Who has money and who is willing to spend on design? Because a lot of people don't appreciate design. So he looked at billboards, and he said, okay, I see a lot of uh, billboards for lawyers, um, surgeons, like plastic surgeons especially. So I said, okay, I'm going to niche down and I'm going to say that I'm a plastic surgeon uh, designer, <laughs> right? So he, so he made these business cards and he went where they go. So he looked at um, where they all congregate <laughs> and it was in a cruise in Australia. So he, oh, wow. he paid $7,000 to go on that cruise, right? He asked them, he asked them, hey, is it only for plastic surgeons? And they're like, no, not really, but it's catered to it. And he said, well, okay, I'll just buy a ticket then. So he, he went on there. He put a $7,000 investment. 
And he would just go to these conferences, talk to people, didn't even sell anything. He would just, you know, talk to them, have friendly conversations. And then people would ask him, oh, so where do you practice? What's your firm? Where's your hospital? Where's your clinic or whatever? Um, and he would say, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I specialize in plastic surgery. Right. And he would, you know, wow. and, and it was like, wow, really? Uh, that's amazing. I've been looking to, to, to expand my business. And then he would give him his business cards. He came out of that conference with $300,000 worth of, um, you know, work. Oh, my gosh. Right. Um, so, so that kind of sparked that idea in me. So I was like, well, wow, why don't I implement this where I go, wherever I go? So I said, okay, I'm going to, um, you know, I basically left the, the very, um, you know, it, it was a very lucrative job at National Geographic. I decided, you know what, it's time. I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to implement those, those things that I've learned about business, um, you know, about language learning, about traveling. So I'm going to do that full time. So I went out into um, to California and uh, for two years, um, I've, I've gone through another series of failures, but it was, it was a huge learning curve because it's a completely different world out there because I was in Silicon Valley uh, where it's like a huge, you know, um, it's, a lot of risk, but very, very uh, high reward. Everyone's doing startups. Everyone has that mentality of of um, of investing, um, you know, in putting their life savings into their passions. Um, but literally, like everywhere I went, you know, supermarket, um, literally everywhere, um, people would tell you, um, "Oh, you're a graphic designer. I need a graphic designer." Because everyone else there is is a you know a programmer, an engineer, or something, and you're the you're like the only <laughs> unicorn. Um, in, in that area, no one, you know, no one does what you do. I'd go to Android developer meetups, right? I would go to all sorts of, um, you know, random, random so things. You're, you're going to meetups or, or conventions uh, where people are gathering that are in different fields. Exactly. That, and then you show up, everyone's mm -hmm. talking, hey, I write code, I write code. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. I, I uh, am a graphic artist. Oh, my gosh. So you're the, you're like the hot the hot chick in the room that everyone wants to <laughs> yeah yeah okay. okay right and um and and that's exactly um you know the kind of advice that you get from these um places go to conferences go to you know go to places where um your own field goes to but at the same time go to ones that you're um that are completely different fields um you know, like Sean West Conference, like all those conferences that are just, you know, not necessarily graphic design oriented. They, they have all sorts of creative people that are yes. like-minded in their, you know, pursuit of passion. Um, going to these conferences to, to gain all this knowledge, gain this huge network of people, to, you know, to meet great people like you. Um, that it definitely, definitely will bring you a lot of huge and just incredible opportunities. Um, so, so just, you know, my advice to everyone is to, is to go where... Um, people are with things like graphic design and you know any of any of those um, creative fields like photography. Um, you really can do your job from literally anywhere in the world, um, and it's and it's with the internet. It's it's really easy. Um, uh, when I went to the conference, um, I talked to um, Nathan Berry afterwards, and um, I told him um, I did his advice, which was you know talk to talk to the people you look up to, talk to your idols, and tell them hey. I'm going to go visit you um, uh, and, and they'll be happy to meet you. So I was like, well, okay. So I did that. I talked to him and I told him I will be in Boise, Idaho. Um, 
which, um, which I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but now I was, right? So, um, so he's like, okay, great. So here's my number. He gave me his number, and then he said, well, meet me uh, at this time. And I was like, great, perfect. Just so everyone understands, tell everyone who Nathan Berry is and why he is important. Yeah, um, so he's the founder of ConvertKit. Um, he specializes in, in turning people's businesses basically from the $10,000 range to the $100,000 range through email. And there's a lot of different strategies that you use with email, and he, he can tell you all about them. So, yeah. uh, for example, like a random thing um, that he mentioned was like, if you write a PS at the bottom of your email, people will more likely than not read that. Um, so if you just have an email, if it's too long of a text, no one's going to read it. If it's whatever, no one's going to read it. But then people scroll down to the bottom and they see a PS. They're like, what? Wait, what? Uh -huh. And then they read it. Uh -huh. um, so that's where you put your call to action. That's where you do your, you know, what have you. So I took the opportunity to um, drive to Boise. And he gave me some really, really, really great advice about how to get clients. So um, one of the best things he said was, um, go to the agencies of um, you know, where people do your job best and tell them to give you the clients that they don't want to deal with. So for example, agencies and firms, they have maybe like a, a you know, a $50,000 minimum or something. If you don't have a $50,000 budget, they won't even consider you, right? So tell them, hey, um, those $50,000 clients, send them my way, <laughs> right? $50,000 for a single person is going to be a huge um, benefits. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Um, but to an agency who has to pay all these different uh, people, it's, it's, it's nothing. So, so that's what I did. You, you have an incredible Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you are dedicated with it, consistent with it. And I love not only the visuals that are incredible, the, the messages that you give are strong. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I really enjoy that uh, many times you will give such a detailed story that maybe some people say, hey, with Instagram, it's not about the words. But I love that. I don't know how many words there are, but <laughs> there's a lot like it's a very in-depth story that you you put in with that. So it, did you pick that up from someone else or is that just preference? Um, yeah. So um, it's it's through these groups that that um, all these mastermind groups, they, they tell you to just give out info just give out as much info as possible um out there and then people will reciprocate it's you know about reciprocity um like in robert caldini's book um he talks a lot about um you know how to influence people he talks a lot about how um how reciprocity really really helps so if i tell if i like for me i use instagram as practice i have to go every single day uh for for as long as i can um just post daily, post consistently. Consistency is key to, to your successful business. Um, so have this routine, have this consistent system in place um, where you constantly give out content. Content marketing will, will accumulate loyal um, viewers, loyal uh, fans. Um, the most active people who comment and like and things are people who actually read the content and they tell me that they yeah. love learning uh, about all those random things like People tell me that you know they they gain so much knowledge. They're they're they become more intelligent. They they tell people about all those things, and you definitely get that from a different perspective because I've um, I've gotten that perspective from traveling, from learning languages, and you you and I'm sharing that experience with people. Um, so when I when I do a lettering piece, 
I have like a theme for every day of the week. So it's like motivation Monday, tutorial Tuesday, nerdy stuff Wednesday, travel yeah. Thursday, uh, fake logo Friday, uh, anything goes Saturday, and then language Sunday. So it's cool. like cool. So it's like um, so I have to and it, and it actually that that limitation makes me more creative because if I say well I'm just I'll just do anything um, it ends up being nothing I end up having a really hard time but with um, with having that um, limit um, it it really makes me be very very focused and um, it allows the audience to expect something so every week they're like you know the people who only care about getting the motivational quote on Monday because it's, it's just business information, really. Um, and then, you know, people who only care about languages. So I put different, different hashtags and then that gets different people to follow me. Yes. Um, and then some people stay, uh, some people leave when they say that, oh, it's not just that daily thing. Um, but some people, you know, they stay and, and, and they, um, every week, whenever it's that day of the week, then they, they comment and then they, they like and, and they're very engaged. Let's go into a little bit of a lightning round. So uh, I'll just say some words and you, you say what are kind of the first things that come into your mind. Sure. Um, hero. Um, well, that, that's kind of weird because it's the brand. It's the name for our brand in America. So it's my, my company's thing. Um, so that's go. immediately what popped up. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, okay. And, and then let, let's spin that outside of your, um, outside of there. What comes mm -hmm. into your mind? Um, what comes into your mind? Uh, I guess, well, since I'm a very nerdy person, uh, mm -hmm. it, it shows in my work. Uh, I thought of like Superman, uh, just like kind of this like iconic hero figure with a yes. kiss. <laughs> right. There we go. <laughs> um, you know, uh, best meal you've ever had. Oh, man. Oh, that's the hardest question literally <laughs> I've ever been asked in my entire life. Because oh, you've eaten so much good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my... my wow. Um, so there's a lot of stories that uh, in, in different countries and uh, some of the, the meals that I've had, they're really, really great meals because of the, the hardship that I had to get to, um, to get there. But there's yeah. one that was really memorable. And it was at uh, in the UAE after I got lost in the desert, literally, and I was like starving. Um, it was the weirdest day of my life. It was really weird. But anyway, I ended up eating like a, a whole bunch, and it was um, like a whole bunch of different things from camel. <laughs> so I oh. ate like a lot of a lot of camel meat in different forms, like camel burger, camel um, with with rice, and with like a milkshake with camel milk. It was a oh, really gosh. weird day. But it was, um, but yeah, so that one was a very interesting meal. <laughs> um, a book that has impacted you. Uh, this is supposed to be lightning round, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. What, whatever. <laughs> Take your time with it. What, whatever. Um, I know you've read a lot. Right. Um, I think Strength Finder 2.0, just because um, after I learned my strengths, now I could apply it. So before then, I had no idea what my strengths were, but this really helped me, um, you know, niche down. So I would say Strength that one. Finder, Strength Finder 2.0. Yeah, and it's not a traditional book. It's not like a book that's chronological. You could okay. pick and choose your own area, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great for understanding other people's perspectives too, which is great. The The best piece of advice or uh that someone has told you in in your presence like you've been talking with someone or or a profound moment that you remember of advice that 
this is this is life changing. Yeah, um, just um, just do what's right. Um, like a lot of times, you know, doing what's right is really difficult. That's that's the the advice is just to always do what's right, and one hundred percent you will always get back um, good. Mm-hmm. Um, like the opportunity for National Geographic came out of nowhere. <clears throat> all of those different crazy opportunities with Banana Republic, uh, with all these like you know big name Lyft, all that like all these big companies um, came out of nowhere because of that advice. I held to my guns, um, and it and it ended up you know just working to my benefit in the most unexpected ways. I won't get into all that, but but like literally that advice: just do what's right, no matter what. Let's give a challenge out to the listeners, as even myself, and this could be uh, however you want. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe it would you'd say, "Hey, Simeon, I, I'd like I'd challenge you to take a photograph in this way, or uh, mm-hmm. or read a book, or or give someone a hot dog. I don't know, <laughs> whatever comes to your mind. Um, right, challenge me. Okay, good. Um, so I think. Um, I would say go to a culture that you have no clue about. Basically, just kind of take a globe, randomly spin it around, <laughs> and just like put your finger somewhere and learn about that culture. Mm. Um, kind of repeat the process if you can as many times as, as possible, daily, weekly, just something, a check-in where you learn about another culture, um, maybe learn a word of, their, of, the, of the most popular language there, um, just, just something that like that, and trust me, you will be a better person. You will have um, that knowledge will come in handy at some point of your life. <laughs> trust me. Awesome, I love that because that's not anything I would have, uh, you know, have done. So mm-hmm. very cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so where can people find about you online? I know they're going to want to dig in on you. Sure. Um, my website is motizzi.com <laughs> and it's, it's M-O-T-I-Z-Z-Y.com. Um, that's where, um, and if you scroll to the bottom, there's the, all my other, um, links to all my other sites. Um, this is just a consolidated area where all my, my online existence, uh, lives. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, anything else you want to say, man, anything else that's on your mind or your heart or the, the stage is yours. Uh, no, yeah, um, I, I highly encourage everyone to kind of just explore um, different cultures, um, you know, learn from other people's failures by talking to different peoples, um, going to conferences, going to networking areas that are outside of your field, doing all sorts of, um, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors, follow your dreams. If you've ever do whatever you do when you're wasting time, <laughs> when you're supposed to be doing something and you mm-hmm. find yourself doing something else. Um, look into that thing that you're that you're doing. Uh, pursue that in some way, shape, or form, mm. and always have um, an eclectic outlook on life. Um, yeah, that's th- that will be my my short and sweet to the point sentence of advice. <laughs> Man, um, I I know there is so much more. We are just barely. Um, what do we want to say? We're just barely getting the first piece of butter on this bread <laughs> with you. I know there's so much more that we will end up talking about. I look forward to getting you on the show again, uh, keeping up with your travels and your development 
as as we both advance over the next 60 years of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Well, um, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have loved this interview as much as I have. You guys can check this out. Um, you go, you want to see show notes, you want to see links to the stuff that Montez has been talking about. You'll go to steadyfocused.com slash 30 and keep tuning in guys, because we're going to keep coming at you until next time. I'm your number one. I am your host, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and this is steady focused. Oh,